The information presented in this program is not intended as legal, health, or nutritional advice. All topics are provided for informational purposes only and are not necessarily endorsed. Neither Light On nor its host accepts responsibility for any statements, views, or opinions presented in this episode. All rights reserved. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Can you do me a favor and reserve all our rights real quick? All rights reserved. We reserve all rights. Excellent. I always wanted to start a podcast with that. <laughs> that voice. Oh, uh, you haven't seen Space Busters and you don't know my friend here, uh, Steve Falconer. The voice of Space Busters. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for coming. Nice to be back, man. I really loved your last uh, little virus film you put out three minutes or one minute or two. Or it, was, uh, it took me, yeah, 20 films and 49 hours to say the same fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I love yeah. that guy, too. I watched you. Um, uh, you had this guy talking about the afterlife. I don't know his name uh, about the near death experiences with hell. Yes, uh, Girelli, uh, Mr. Girelli. What's his first name? Um, so that was crazy, man. What do you think about that? Dude, I thought that was like a life-changing podcast for me, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, like it really it really made me think about a lot of things, especially like just things that I've been studying. Like, you know, there's some podcasts I'll have sometimes where it'll just like pull a lot of things together for me. Um in regards to like what I've been studying and researching and that's just like I don't know, man, it made me think a lot about you know, the kind of nature reality and uh, what we're all doing here and how it all works, you know? Well, yeah, for me, it was like I did a, I was on a, a Globusters, a Globusters podcast where it was about seven of us talking about this exact thing. Yeah. And I was, I was coming from a different field than them, but where I was coming from was kind of what he said, what hit me in your podcast was where he said, if you feel like you deserve to be there, then that's where you put yourself. And I was saying mm -hmm. kind of the same thing and sounded like the odd man out, you know, in the party mm -hmm. in the corner. Mm -hmm. I said the same thing. I'm like, the, the manifestation is what it's really all about. You know, there's all the stories where don't go into the light, go into the light, don't go yeah. into the light. And you're like, everyone's like, oh, it's a trap from the aliens. And I'm like, there's no fucking <laughs> aliens. It's not a trap. But what hit me is like, yeah, like if you think that when you die and all you are left is is consciousness outside of your body and you think you're supposed to be in an experience now called hell. Well, if the only reason you're in this experience is because you're a consciousness wanting to experience this, it would make a lot of sense that you would go down there until I get that guy said, all you have to do is ask for God to get me out yeah. of here. Right. Everybody or says I've listened to a bunch of people. They say it'll pull you right out. Yeah, or as the Christians say, all you have to do is say, Jesus saves me. It's the same thing the Christians are saying, right? 
Yeah. Jesus save me. They're saying the same thing. The belief, whether it's Jesus is real or not, or whatever, the belief that Jesus or God or the Son of God or the Son of Krypton, Superman's brother Jarrell, I don't <laughs> give a shit. All you have to do is consciously shift the energy because all yeah. energy is, is consciousness right. and it takes you where you want to be, right? I think it's so just I a shift that. of frequency, right? Like Yes. And then, then then Christianity starts making more sense when these people are freaking out at you, like, I'm gonna praying for your soul. You're like, you know, pray for <laughs> well, your think- own soul, man. I'll pray for my soul. You pray for yours. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think there's an in-between with all that stuff. It's just been muddied up so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree. You know, and uh, there's there's some truth in everything, I think, and a lot of bullshit in most of it. Right. But in all the bullshit, when you unwrap it at the middle of the onion, there is a truth. Yeah. And it all is saying the same thing as my last film was talking about with the circle. We're all talking about the same goddamn thing from different perspectives in the same fractal. Right. You know, but, there, there, there is, there is a truth in everything and a, a falseness in everything. And, but, but in the end, everyone's talking about the same thing, just extremely extremism about which side I'm coming from, you know? Like, yeah. It's just a shame. With the, it's just a shame with the, with the religious people. It's like, they, um, you know, they become such zealots about it. Like you cannot, then you can't, you can't grow outside of that. Like, one book that they believe in or or if you mention like astrology oh that's evil um you know any any other you know ancient texts are evil <laughs> or and it's just like it's a good way of like r- really controlling people and i always compare it to like the same thing they were saying during this whole covid thing is like oh trust the science which really meant trust our science so <laughs> yeah. that's that's what religion essentially makes you do is like trust this version of things. Do not look outside of here because that is wrong. That is bad. That's conspiracy. You know what I mean? Mm. It's all the same. It's all the same shit. Well, I call science. I spell it with P.S.Y. like psyop science. <laughs> A lot of it is. You know, yeah. Trust the science. Yeah, it's like, well, there's science and then there's science, sci- psyop science. There's, you know, to, to me, it's, right. the Bible even says. Do you not know that you cannot mend the sweet hands of the plea, the sweet effects of the Pleiades? Like it's telling you that astrology is affecting you. Mm. It says it. Don't you know that you can't bind the hands, meaning stop the effects of the Pleiades on you? Meaning, don't you know that the stars are creating your geometry and your whole physiology and your whole mentality and you can't bind them? Mm. What does that mean? You can't stop it. You can't stop it. This is Paracelsus. He said, like, know, know ye that the philosopher has powers over the stars and not the stars over you. <laughs> like, the Bible is riddled with astrology. Yeah, riddled hell with yeah. It. Yeah. And the Christians don't want to talk about it. And you're like, well, it's, oh, the devil. It's the devil. It's the devil. And you're like, your whole Bible <laughs> is riddled with the devil, man. It's That's riddled crazy. with the devil. That's crazy if you be- I mean if you believe in God and like why would you dislike any part of his or its creation you know what i mean whatever There's you no, believe yeah. god is yeah well ask them what is god who is god what ask them what it is they can't yeah. tell you you yeah. know so you're, you're like we're going to have an argument over god when you believe this and 7 billion other people have another de- the hindus don't think you know whoever you ask has a different definition of god 
and you and Richard Dawkins are going to get an argument over like apples and oranges. Like, <laughs> I mean, we all, together, you know, it doesn't even really matter. I mean, it, we, we can all agree. I think uh, us and religious people that there is, that there is a creator, right? Whether you believe it's a man in the sky with a beard or an energy, right? So yeah. the, but the fact is like, you're then saying, well, part of that creator's creation is evil, but when it's very obvious to me that these things are telling us things, you know what I mean? The sun tells us, mm. I mean, there's like clock, there's a clock in the sky, you know, why would, yeah. the, star, why would the stars be any different? Um, it's to, to ignore these things is just insane. Well, that, yeah. And, and again, like, like there's an intel, clearly there's an intelligence to this design, right? Like clearly. Yeah. It's right. intelligent. Like you don't have an endocannabinoid system and it's an accidentally, you know, hooks up with cannabis. Like it, the, the whole design's obviously intelligent. Like it's like mm. saying a tornado ripped through and then assembled a fucking Ferrari out of three barn roofs. It's just, that's not what's going <laughs> right. on here. That's yeah. this place is clearly intelligent. However, to say it's a white man in a beard is the intelligence is ludicrous. Energy yeah. itself is you know if you're intelligent and i'm intelligent then we clearly were created by something that this intelligence came from you cannot say we're more intelligent than where we came from and neither can you say this earth was created from a big bang in a yeah. ball of accidental dust and some moon rocks flying around and then all of a sudden intelligence came out that's ludicrous yeah so yeah wherever we are and whatever we are it's intelligent is it a guy in a white beard on a cloud? I fucking doubt it. But if you believe that, <laughs> fine. But yeah. it is intelligent. And right. is energy intelligence? Is electricity the source of our intelligence? You know, we're all talking apples and oranges over what is the source of intelligence as if electricity is not intelligent? Oh, no, no, no. It's not. It's physical, but it's, you know. So we're all arguing. And it's like, are you sure we understand intelligence can we define it and say its source you know like this is a very important answer and yeah. i think this is where a lot of this fighting comes in is because we're told it's a guy in a cloud <laughs> and you're like or the whole goddamn thing itself is intra intelligent wherever that came from guy in a cloud you know i i don't know of course if you knew then all the mystery would be gone so yeah, I don't think we're supposed to know while we're while we're here. And, you know, we mentioned that in my uh, my last podcast as well. It's like, you know, this is all a big learning lesson to some extent, at least, you know, we're all here um, trying to experience something. And uh, yeah, well, there's a reason we don't know, I think. Well, I, I get I think it's like for me, no offense to religious people out there. uh but they're like, well, you the Illuminati and the Freemasons, you know, they're, they're trying to say that man is God and he's going to take over God and da-da-da. And it's like, no, you don't understand their religion. They gave you your religion. They wrote your Bible for you so that mm -hmm. you're too stupid to know what they believe. Just because you believe Lucifer and Satan are beings doesn't mean that they believe they're beings. They yeah. believe it's an energetic metaphor and they're saying, like, why wouldn't you be godlike if God created every goddamn thing that's here? And yeah. by that reasoning, my scissors are God. 
because God made everything that made these goddamn scissors. So, like, of course you are God. So are my scissors and the piece of tape. Like, you know. I think we're individual like, oh, sparks blasphemy. of God. <laughs> yeah, because. Won't yeah. yeah. you blaspheme? What, what's that? What's yeah, that you blaspheme. You had like, well, <laughs> if God made everything, then everything is a part of God, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate well a christian will no a christian will tell you no fucking way but that's like well god made everything but the scissors but he made the minerals and the plastic and the metal <laughs> and everything that made the scissors and man made you know like come on man yeah Did man I mean, that's a valid thing or not yeah that's a valid know? view yeah well yeah if god made everything then everything we made of god's everything is god <laughs> like so why yeah, the whole you be the whole religious thing is just like really wants to give away your your power to to like a larger and I I mean I think that we're individual sparks of a greater thing. Yeah. But I mean that's just my opinion. Um so I'm not saying there's not a greater force or energy, but and I'm not like not, not trying to equate myself with like God, the ultimate God or whatever if there is. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean that's how I that's how I look at it. Well, where does your power come? Give away your power. You're like, what power? Well, like just God your is all powerful. You're like, then where does your power come from? It's yeah, you got to have some sure, right? Um, but it's all what it's just kind of like doing? it's all like kneeling to something else. You know, what I mean, it's like it's not taking individual responsibility is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. But what power do you have? Like you're giving away your power. You're like, where'd that power come from? Well, where's the power in your, in, according to you guys, power is God. So where'd you get your power? You buy it at Walmart? <laughs> it came from God, didn't it? It's God within you. Oh, that's satanic. You know, you're like, no, yeah, it's not satanic. You're saying God is power and I have unlimited power that I'm giving away. Well, where'd I get this power? Yeah. Well, I hook myself up to the wall at night with my iPhone. And like, <laughs> you're the only one who walks around without. Think about it. You have to charge your iPhone. You got to plug in your computer, your lights, your lamp, right? What do you have that can't run without being recharged or powered with oil? Nothing. Right, you, not you're not plugged into anything. And you walk around here for 90, 80, 70, 100 years with nothing charging you up. Where do you think that came from? Where's your power source, mate? Yeah, man, we're just <laughs> we're just meat, we're just meat puppets with you know balls of energy inside. Yeah, well, who the yeah. fuck's power in that, mate? You yeah. tell me because if you that can come figure from out what's power in you for a hundred years, yeah, I think we're all we're all we're all transducers of a greater energy force, right? Yeah, like you're not plugged in, and how the fuck are you walking around here for a hundred years running marathons, doodling? What is where are you getting charged up, mate? Yeah. You don't think that's God? Come on. Come you on. mentioned um Bruce Lipton in your in your last your latest film. Um, and I like how he, he talks about, you know, how everybody's cells have individual unique receptors. I mean, I don't know about cellular th theory. Don't ask me about that, but um, but he's he said, you know, he found like very unique receptors in everybody's cells that are connected to an outside sort of signal. You know, we're 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 essentially like TV sets with a with an individual broadcast. Like no one else is broadcasting Steve Falconer, no one else yeah. is broadcasting Patrick, right? 
So there's a problem with that because yeah, what do you think about that? Well, I I I grew up, you know, I read Bruce Lipton all his work and I love Bruce Lipton. Mm-hmm. The problem is we don't actually know there are cells or cell receptors in the way that right. we're taught. Um, they're only they're, they're they could be uh, a processes of electron microscopy. Yeah. So he's correct in a way. That's why I don't like the word epigenetics because genetics are bullshit too. Yeah. Uh, and I'll send you an article I've just read today that's just like there's no. Is the one no on dissolution? DNA. Yeah, there's no DNA, no single strand, no double strand, no anything. And people say, oh, we're moving into a stage where we're going to triple or 12 helix DNA and into a fifth dimension. You know, nonsense. There isn't even double strand. It's bullshit. And Harold Hillman talked about this. Um, But that doesn't mean that what Bruce Lipton has observed isn't correct. It just might mean that he's observed it with his own perception that's not correct. Mm-hmm. So it's not to say that he's wrong. It's, it might be to say that what he thinks is causing it might be wrong, but it, the observation is correct, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so we don't know there are cell receptors. They're very theoretical and only seen under electron microscopy, which damages cells and causes little things that cause things that look like cell receptors. However, mm-hmm. he's correct. They took the nucleus out of cells put them in petri dishes and made them minerally uh, positive. You gave them a mineral du- uh, nutrient dense thing. And the cells lived for months without dying or reproducing. So what he's saying is correct. The the cell nucleus and the DNA, which is theoretical and all the shit mm-hmm. doesn't have anything to do with it to be the cell. Th- if the, if the environment is good, the cell th- uh, thrives or the, mm-hmm. you know, if not, it doesn't. So he's correct in that way, but his theory as to these receptors and all that, unfortunately, that's starting to look like bunk too. However, there's other evidence that suggests that what he's saying is true, whether what he thinks causes it or not is true or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that bummed me out a lot because I was really, really into Bruce Lipton. Yeah, I mean, you're always, you know, you're always finding new information and you got to kind of change it up and roll with it it that's the that's the thing you know you can never <laughs> it's why you can never get too comfortable in it in anything and the more you know the less you know i think yeah that's the problem you know yeah. it's that you're like oh shit i believed in this and now i don't and people say that to me like what are you doing putting out health films and you smoke and drink and shit i'm like yeah and i take cell salts and i'm healthy as shit i don't i'm not for starters i'm not a doctor so i'm not telling you like doctor and you know i'm just saying like yeah yeah, i smoke i drink i party but i take care of myself because i smoke and drink and party so Mm -hmm. i offset that and i don't get sick i don't get the flu i don't get any of this shit everyone else gets so you know so it's but that's what i'm saying it's like yeah, we have to learn and relearn. And, you know, I've said a lot of things in many films that I've learned later are not right. They're not correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm learning, you know, new things about everything from science, you know, from cellular theory to to religion or, you know, the symbology that I've been studying. It's always, always, yeah, always yeah. changing, you know, um, and not everybody's going to roll with you at the same time. And it's going to, you know, there's going to be a lot of <laughs> backlash. Um, 
But yeah, and I think as, we might change our own view. You know, in another two years, we might have this conversation. Sure. And what yeah. we think right now just could be completely wrong. Yeah. That's what I love about what's going on right now is every it, it's like the revealing, you know, it's it is the apocalypse. It's like the unveiling. It doesn't mean the end of the fucking world. It means like something's happening energetically where people paying attention to it are exponentially learning crap you just couldn't believe ever existed. People yeah. watching Netflix or not. <laughs> but, <laughs> which is cool enough, not anything against them. So we're in, we're in a weird phase where like, for those paying attention, reality is just like, you know, an acid trip times 200, <laughs> you know. There's not a drug on this planet that's even close to reality right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. This is the biggest yeah. acid trip, I think. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, they say like reading through all those um, near death experiences, a lot of people say it's just like it's like dipping your toe in in water for a second. Like that's like that's what this life is at the end. Like that's what it seems like. It's really like ultimately compared to. to well, what it's quite really funny is. because, you know, my my friend died on the table and came back and really uh, he had a very similar to a DMT trip. Yeah, he right. had, you know, he had a DMT trip as far as a DMT trip. Well, goes. You produce DMT when you die. Yeah, it comes right out. Yeah, it comes. You do when you sleep. As soon as you go to sleep, you, you produce a little micro drip of it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he had an experience that was just exactly identical to anybody who's had a DMT trip. Identical. And he did uh, technically, according to them, he died and brought him back. Yeah, and so I'm, what he described to me was no different than just hitting a good quantity of DMT in the pipe. Like it was, I was like, yeah, well, that's not, that's not that wasn't like mystical. <laughs> you could do that in a it, pipe. It makes you wonder, like, what portion of it it might be like a hallucination and what is, um, you know, an actual experience, though. Like that's what I'm still trying to figure out because I think it is a little bit of both, maybe. Yeah, or like, what's the difference between a hallucination and an experience? Isn't it all a hallucination? Yeah. You know, it's just a filter of a kind of, you know, yeah, I'm the same way. It's like, well, if, you know, you, if you didn't have enzymes, there's DMT in the normal grass and Danish food and all that. If you didn't have this DMT trip, isn't that you're tripping DMT. It's that your enzyme inhibitors block you from tripping all the time so that you can't walk in front of a boss and get run mm -hmm. over because yeah. you think you're with the machine elves with molecules flying by your head. <laughs> you know? So like the only reason you're not tripping DMT constantly all day long is because you have an inhibitor. So they say, so what's the What's the difference is a near death experience, a hallucination or is a hallucination maybe closer to what's really going on and the real hallucination is this inhibited blocker we have that makes this seem dull and boring. What's the real hallucination here? Our boring ass life going to work nine to five and going to Starbucks and getting a coffee and getting on the right bus. Is yeah. that the hallucination, you know, or is yeah. the near death experience? That's where this gets crazy to really think about it. Like is reality just so crazy that we couldn't function in this matrix being like that obviously you know you can't walk around like oh, you know? mm -hmm. 
that to me, that's what's really interesting is, is this real or is that closer to reality? Is reality so crazy that this is not even close? Who really you knows? Know? But what are, this matrix, man, I could it could use some edits. Um, that's what <laughs> yeah. I got to say. But you know what's interesting about DMT is, though, there are experiences supposedly where groups have all have all had the same experience on DMT. They yeah. all experience the same thing. So that could be very telling, you know. LSD as well. I had some in college with my roommate where yeah. we had a, you know, I, I don't want to say, but like we took quite a shitload of acid. <laughs> and the wall, this is this is really weird. Like the Pearl Jam album hadn't come out yet. It came out a year later, 10. Remember the oh, Pearl Jam album, yeah, 10? Yeah, of course. And the album covers like pyramids on Mars with a red sky. My roommate and I in college a year before that came out, we tripped a shitload of acid. The radiator on our wall fell off the wall, and then the wall collapsed. Both of us saw it, not just one of us, both. Huh. And the sky turned red with pyramids and was going 10, 10, 10. And I said <laughs> to him, like, are you seeing that? Are you seeing that? And he said, yeah, 10, 10, 10. I said, holy shit. It's not just me. But there was no – and then he called me like a year later because we went to different schools the next year. And he said, did you see this Pearl Jam album that came out? I said, no. no. He's like, I went what to a, a record store. And it's a weird 10. vision. Yeah, the, the record of the Pearl Jam album said 10 with these pyramids in a red sky. And I went, holy shit. <laughs> like, now, how did him and I see the same hallucination? You yeah. know, like, uh, clearly our radiator didn't fall off the wall. It was there the next morning when we woke up, you know. The mm. wall was there. The radiator was there. There were dents in it. So I think he and I might have tried to climb in. <laughs> I don't know what we had done, but, like, we clearly some, we had done something weird. So I thought, okay, we suffered a mass, or not mass, but, you know, how could two people suffer a hallucination? The same. Hear the same thing, see the same thing on LSD. Yeah. What is yeah, I mean, I, I tend to think it's just a way to lift the veil sort of of this matrix. That's what it seems like hearing stories like that. Um, yeah, maybe because like I'm saying, well, they tell you LSD messes with your brain so that you're hallucinating, like you said, right? Well, mm -hmm. how can me and him have the same hallucination? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But we did. I have a personal experience of a double hallucination together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and why not Nirvana? Me. Why Pearl Jam? Yeah, or I, I, well, I didn't, there wasn't even such a thing, you know, it was just really weird. Yeah. And it probably had nothing to do with Pearl Jam's album cover or whatever, or did it? You know, I don't know. But no. for me, it was just like, okay, I can't explain this. If anyone else has a logical explanation, how uh, me and this guy had saw an, an impossible thing, impossible. But we yeah. saw it and heard it. He heard it. You know, it's like, well, I've I, I nobody's given me an explanation how that could happen. Yeah, it's very weird. It's super interesting, you know, like reading about DMT experiences and all the other uh, forms of drugs, and then you know near death experiences, and you know there's a lot of similarities, you know, and you can kind of put put some puzzle pieces together. But whether we're we'll really figure it out or not, I don't I don't know. <laughs> but it's it is very interesting. I think the problem too is there's a lot of like there's a lot of charlatans out there, you know. There's a lot of religious people who have uh, ulterior motives. Yes, they're, yes. they're with the church, so they're 
oh, I died. You know, they're telling stories and you're like, I'm not totally sure I believe your story. You know, for me, that's how it is. Like, yeah, I'm not sure you don't have ulterior motives. <laughs> and then there's all the other stories. And I, I identified my murderer, you know, everyone who looks into this. Oh, I came back and uh, I recognized my house when it was, you know, two miles down the street or, you know, I found the murder of my past life. And sure enough, they dug up the bones and that was the guy, you know, mm-hmm. there is a lot of evidence to suggest that that's true. So yeah. I'm not really sure where that's at. You know, I, I I can't wrap my brain around it. Yeah. But I do think a lot of that stuff is I, I, I do think people lie, but um there is also like, I think we do uh, manifest certain things. I mean, because some people I'm sure have seen Jesus and some people have seen, you know, Buddha or, you know, who, whatever deity they believe in. So yeah. they can't they can't all be, you know, the one. Right. They can't all be Neo yeah. or whatever. There's got to be some portion of that that that's, you know, manifested from our human life. Um your belief and your consciousness. Yeah, your belief. Yeah. Right. And then that can be a shared illusion because allegedly, according to some faiths, you know, we're all one consciousness. Yeah. So it wouldn't be that far of a stretch if you and me are the same consciousness having different, uh, like we're on a soccer ball together and you're here and I'm here, yeah. but we're still the soccer ball. Then it wouldn't be that far of a stretch to imagine that we're having the same yeah, hallucinogenic or or desired, uh, how would you call that? Projectic, project mm-hmm. is that a word? Projected. Fact checkers, Scrabble players, double check. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making? Is everything made up? Right, or is it? You know, is the reality, or is are we making up this whole reality? This is where this shit gets real interesting. Like, yeah. are we making all this shit up in our head? I Together. do believe po- po- possibly um, collectively our con- our collective consciousness can create the world. Like I think that's why they always want to affect our perception too. You know the power the powers that be on this in this realm want to affect our perception and you know feed us fear all the time. Because if everybody collectively believes in that 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 fear is true, it can manifest. Um, and I spoke to I spoke to a Freemason on my show once, and he even said like something really interesting about um, like all the stuff that comes up. Like I think we mentioned like the old Simpson stuff that seemingly predicted nine eleven, or you know all these sort of like predictive uh, things that happen in pop culture. And he said that he thought it was sort of like a collective thing that people created. I forget his actual you know w- what he actually said, but uh, it was something like that. Uh, I thought that was super interesting, but you never know about just co-creation kind of thing. Yeah. Like conscious co-creation. Yeah. Well, again, you're getting here. Now there's another aspect of that. That's less. um, That's a pretty mystical and esoteric view of that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that's pretty out there. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) There's another less out there version that the Latin trivium, uh, this is kind of more I, I approach it in the middle of both like that. He's probably right. I look at it that they don't teach the Latin trivium anymore, which is that you have your base. You have a pyramid of three like you have what you know or you think, you know. So they lie to you like you either know this for yeah. for fact 
or you think this because somebody told you this, but you don't know shit, but you believe it. Then the next part of the level is, do you understand it? What do you understand about either what you really know from experience or what do you think you know because they told you that? Mm-hmm. And that's your understanding of it. And then the next level is wisdom or knowledge, which is you act always upon what you think you know about what you thought you knew, right? So the bottom level is what I know or think I know or they've given me is bullshit, what I, how much I understand about that. And then the next level is my actions are based on what I understand about what I think I know. And that creates reality. Like if you think you know about architecture and this and that, you build a skyscraper, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's a exoteric meaning to that, meaning all you have to do is control what people think they know on the bottom level with bullshit. And then you control their understanding about what they know about it, which is very little. And they start behaving in a way that's always based on what they think they know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And so if you want to control people's behavior, you have to control their base knowledge level and how they understand that level, which is make them understand nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And they will start behaving this way. So that's an exoteric way to explain that. But what your guy's saying is another way, and an esoteric saying, it doesn't matter. Whatever you believe will start consciously manifesting anyway. But I, I think the other way is nicer because action always manifests, right? You can make a Simpsons episode, but if people who watch The Simpsons don't start behaving in the way The Simpsons made them believe, who cares if they watch The Simpsons cartoon? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're trying to socially engineer people, the the goal would be to make them act a certain way, not to think a certain way, right? It doesn't matter if everyone thinks a certain way. You need them to act a certain way. Well, thinking right. leads to action, right? It can. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. the top, action is the top level of the pyramid. Yeah. yeah, thinking isn't good enough. Everyone can think a certain way, mm-hmm. but if they don't act that way, it's no good to social engineers because acting is what changes society, not thinking. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. So, in a kind of way, he's taught. He's kind of taking the top level off the pyramid and saying, "Well." Just to program these through your mind in movies, uh, you know, predictive programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's good enough. And that will manifest reality through uh, magic, like the Bee Gees songs. Mm-hmm. You, know, <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. saying like, no, there's another level that you have to take action, whether it's subconscious or conscious, based on what you believe. That's what changes society. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You have yeah, to go out and do stuff. You have to actually have to physically do something that will change society based on the beliefs. The belief isn't good enough. Hmm. If that makes sense, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I tend to probably lean that way too. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with what he said. I just thought it was interesting. I mean, I think that they purposely, you know, put messaging in in things that seems pretty apparent. But I, I do also think it's possible through. Things like that are possible through perception. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, whether you social engineer people or not, you can social engineer the thought all you want, but if they don't actually act on the thought, then you you won't change the world. But, of course, they do. That's what the Latin trivium is coming to, is saying you do act on what you think. Of course. Yeah. 
Of course. If you think this is wrong, then you will go out and do something about it, hopefully. Or, sure, you know, if you think this is right, you will go out and do that and yeah. put money in your church coffer. <laughs> Jesus said, and you're like, it's weird. God's short of money every Sunday, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why is God always short of cash every Sunday? And you got to throw your last 30 bucks instead of getting your family some food. So you got struggling, that guy. That yeah. <laughs> dude can't pay the rent, man. The rent in heaven's expensive, man. <laughs> it must be, right? It must be. Who's God's landlord that he can't pay the rent without your donation every Sunday? Get out of here, man. Must be the Catholics. <laughs> yeah, we'll just blame them. <laughs> <laughs> they probably own heaven. They own everything else, so. <laughs> yeah they do own everything else but a lot of like a lot of people will make excuses for you know when you tell them that there's like a lot of paganism or in christianity as a whole they'll be like no it's the catholics like it's just the cat like the catholics did it it's like or no. the jews it's the jews it's the jews mm -hmm. it's the, yeah, yeah well i think That's the jews are a large faction of i mean there are factions within everything is the thing right and i've talked about yeah. this before so like i think that they are a large faction of you know what we're talking about but they're not all of it certainly you know well they weren't you know when you look at the knights templar they were german mm -hmm. non-jewish at all mm -hmm. and they went on the crusades and then the, the vatican was like yeah while they're gone and they're gonna die we're gonna take their estates off their widows and all this and that you know so like the the knights templar were german non-jewish they were going off to fight the crusades but when you look at you know, for ex uh, for example, the Knights of Malta, where the Gray Pope and the and the, and the the Black Pope come from, they were only Jewish because the Jews back then there was no post office. The Jewish tradesmen had all the post off the the information routes. Mm -hmm. The Jews back then ran the trade routes. So when you wanted to know what was going on in this country back then, it went through the Jews because they had the merchant trade route. So you were the first to hear the information that came in. I think so. The Catholic Knights of Malta come from the Jewish trade line mm -hmm. and they got kicked out. Yeah. When the, when the Vatican caught on what the Jews were up to that were, they were siding both wars because they had the information. People say, Oh, the Jews got thrown out of 182 countries or 180 countries. And you're like, who was powerful enough? to throw the all-powerful Jews out of 80-something countries. If they were that powerful, who could throw the Jews out? And you're like, the, the church. They threw them out because they knew that this was dangerous to them. But yet at the same time, they had the Knights Templar, who were not Jewish, who were German Christians, going out to fight their holy wars and take back the four cities, you know, in Turkey that had been taken over. So... This is a very ancient thing. It's not that the Jews were like in charge of everything. It's that they had the post office. They had the information. It was a this was a trade route war. Well, you for know, me, people... I mean, what in in my research I found that it kind of comes down to infiltration like and it's not even the Jews, it's like the Phoenicians, right? Or the the all deriving from the Canaanites. That's that's where I've been led back to. I don't know. So yeah. I mean, is there like some kind of, you know, cross? Where, where's the crossover yeah, there? That's all Irish. They don't they don't teach old Irish or Gaelic anymore because the Phoenicians are the Phoenicians. Phoenicians, so, right, right. No, Phoenicians, F-I-N-I-C-I-A-N-S. Oh, I've not heard of that. It all comes out of Ireland. 
Okay. You need to read Connor McDara's book, Irish Wisdom in the, Not in Scotland? the Bible and the Pyramids. No, Ireland, Phoenician. Okay. They're the Phoenicians, the Phoenicians. They weren't hmm. Phoenicians. They came from Ireland. They didn't come from the east to the west. These are the Atlanteans, the Cro-Magnon, whatever you want to say. Hmm. We've been told they came from the east to the west and out of Africa and all this bullshit. No, the Cro-Magnon Atlanteans, the, the sea people who come during the resets, came out of Ireland, the British Isles. Red, every native country in the world said these hmm. blue-eyed, red-bearded people come out of the west, which is the, the Atlantic Ocean. During the resets and boats of 50 men, no women, and reset tech, reset everybody and teach them architecture, this, that, and the other. And this is coming out of Ireland. They're the Phoenicians. Interesting. Okay. This is what's going on. Because I've, I've read that it was the Phoenicians turned into the Venetians. And then from same there. thing. They're the Phoenicians turned into the Phoenicians turned okay. into the Venetians. So that's preceding yeah, and we've been taught backwards because they always flip everything backwards. So Sumeria, all oh, the Sumerians. Well, Sumer backwards is Remus, Romulus, Solomor, the Irish Gaelic word for the, the sun, mm -hmm. the people of the sun. These came from Ireland. All you mm -hmm. do is turn all the words backwards. Mm -hmm. And you start to find out that the, when the native tribes all over the world said these white blue-eyed red-bearded people came from the atlantic ocean and aryans. reset society yeah. aryans aryans tartarians mm. aria i gotta aria. ask you about the tartaria thing do you I've, aryans I've, yeah yeah they're aryans yeah yeah they there was an advanced culture that they just happened to be white not to be racist or anything like that but when every culture said oh yeah we thought i uh, when Cortez came and we thought the, they were back again. The gods came back. You're like, the gods were like blue-eyed white guys with red beards? <laughs> why, why would you think God, what? Because they were already there before. They were the ones who came and taught them. Not that they were like genetically superior or anything, but they just were an advanced culture in a part of the world that was more advanced than everyone else. So the Aryans, the Aryans, Tartarians. The, oh, there's mummies and... And India and Egypt and China, and they have blue eyes and this and that. And Genghis mm. Khan had red beard and light blue hazel eyes. And you're like, why the fuck would Genghis Khan have a red beard and light blue eyes? Because these were Aryans, Tartarians, Irish. They're Irish, all of them. Wow. And I all you do is put the words backwards and you can see it. And that's why they won't teach Gaelic anymore. Wow. Hebrew is identical with Gaelic. And historians go, that's really weird that Hebrew, ancient Hebrew and Gaelic are identical. And you're like, it's not really weird if ancient Hebrew is Gaelic. And now there's a lot of information coming out saying that the Hebrews weren't in Africa after all, but in North America. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of information coming out saying the Old Testament stories that the parables are based on were in North America. Because they can't find any of these land sites or landmarks or archaeological evidence in the east, but they're finding it all over up the Mississippi River, Cairo. They go down the name of all the Egypt rivers and they're all down the United States, down the Mississippi River. And they find all the mountains. Moses was allegedly there. They're all out in Utah. <laughs> and you're like, what the hell is this? Right. And yeah. you got Indian American tribes where some of them are blue eyed, some are like, 
we're starting to look at this and go, what the hell is going on? There's a lot of information coming out saying like the Bible is metaphors, but they are based on historical stories to, to you know, you make the metaphor based on something people already knew. Mm-hmm. And it's starting right. to look like, well, the reason they can't find any of this evidence in the Middle East is because it didn't happen in the Middle East. It happened in the Americas, which wasn't even discovered back then. But maybe it was. Well, we know Christopher Columbus was, you know, who he was a part of. So, yeah, uh, he never <laughs> even landed in North America. I was told in school Columbus founded America. Mm-hmm. He never set foot. The May Columbus isn't on the Mayflower. He never got farther north than Cuba. Really? Columbus isn't with the Mayflower. Go look it up. He doesn't get there. Hmm. So I was told Christopher Columbus and the Mayflower and all them, the pilgrims came. He's not on the Mayflower. It's not him. It's another guy. He, they came later, like 35 years later. And you're like, what? <laughs> he cool. never made it past Mexico and the so you're like what that the shit they're telling us in school is so way off and it's even written in history that it's way off so you're thinking like what the hell is 1492 columbus Columbus sailed the ocean blue yeah of course yeah and pictures he's got his hand in his jacket with that you Uh, know freemason go look at pictures yeah go look at columbus he's got the they can do the spock thing like a vulcan uh, you ever oh yeah vulcan hand and right jacket right so you're just like, well, what well, we were told, I was told, didn't you learn that story? That like, because Columbus, he, yeah, according to mainstream history right now, Columbus never stepped foot on the North American continent, never. <laughs> I know, it's I mean, weird. I never heard that, but I knew he was like up to no good. Uh, I was shocked too, man. I, I also looked into <laughs> it and I was like, are you telling me this guy never stepped foot in the Americas? And they're like, no, and it, it, it agrees. And I was like, there's no way, man. My teachers told me, like, you know, like he was part of the Mayflower. No. I mean, I know our, our mainstream history is bullshit. That's all I know. So I don't I don't doubt anything, you know. But as far as like the Tartaria thing and the whole the reset, uh, I don't know if I've been able to wrap my mind around it. I haven't really looked into it that much. But the thing with that is like, wouldn't more people remember? I mean, I don't know when this was supposed to have taken place, but wouldn't more people remember it? Wouldn't there be more evidence of this? And I mean, how does that whole whole thing work? Like there was a mud flood that covered everything. What is the the story with all that? I, I've looked quite a lot. I live in a mud flooder, actually. And my building's allegedly from 1888 or 1890 where I live. Okay. And it's ridiculous. Like it's totally under mud. I go down to my basement where my bike color is and there's a quarter of a door sticking out through the cement ground the windows in the cellar that are only sticking a foot off the ground match the window windows of the, all the apartments above, you know, window, window, window. And then there's like a foot sticking out of the ground. Now, no architect would build a window sticking out of the ground because obviously the water and the mud and everything would collapse Mm. that. And there's no reason in my basement floor, there would be like three feet of a door sticking out and even when you're down in my basement, you have to step down to four foot eight because the ceiling's too low. And you're like, well, what's that all about? And when you walk up my stairwell, there's a half a door where it should be a full door. So, and my building's not very old. And they told us that in this area, there was a rope factory that poisoned the ground. So they had to fill in the ground. Now you look at cobblestones in Europe where I live, 
They're not bricks perfectly. There's old stones that are wonky, and they made streets out of these old stones. And they're terrible for horses, for walking, for everything. They're the worst. They're not solid. They're, they're unstable. Where did they get all these stones? Why is Scandinavia littered with these wonky stones? Where did they get them? There's no stone mining for a thousand miles around here. Hmm. Well, did something happen that collapsed an old civilization? They dug these stones up underground. <laughs> like, Did buildings collapse? Were these old stones from like really old stone structures? Why are they all over our streets? You wouldn't make cobblestone. It's the dumbest thing you could use for a road ever. And you're telling me they built these churches with copper, which is a whole nother story to, to make to make and extract copper is so ridiculous. The metallurgy, it's ridiculous. Hmm. But they can't make a road and they put them all over Scandinavia. So you're like, where did all these wonky rocks come from where you're making all this cobblestone from? Well, I think it was rubble from a reset. And I live in a reset building that's not that old. And they said, oh, yeah, well, the rope factory poisoned. I'm like, poison the whole island. Our island is literally like five miles around. Like a rope factory poisoned a five-mile <laughs> <laughs> And even in my back door, you know, most doors, your door handle's right at your waist, a little higher. Like if, if you go into your front door, your, your handle's about at your waist. You go in my back door through the cellar, the handle's down at the knees. I still have the original door in my building, and they've just cut the door down to four foot eight, and the door handle's down at your knees. And you're like, what? And then to get into my apartment through the back courtyard, you have to climb up these fake metal stairs that minute. So the the door into like the first floor of my apartment is actually four and a half feet higher, you know, than the ground floor. So like they've just built artificial stairs and doors. It's like they've just rehabbed the whole building. Mm. Even in, in Scandinavia, it's a joke that your kitchen counter is down by your balls. <laughs> and it should be uh, it should be at your stomach, you know, and, and the builders never say anything about it. You're like, live in Hobbiton, maybe. Yeah, the builders don't say you're like, why is everyone's kitchen so low? It's because they put new levels in mm. on old buildings that the levels weren't there. It's crazy. I live in a mud flutter. Like I, I will one day make a video where I will take everyone around and just show them like how ridiculous. This yeah, is. you should. You cannot tell me it's a rope factory. I will show you this is not a rope factory. Something happened after when my building was built in 1900, 1901, 23, somewhere around there. There was a reset. There was. But something they, could have they, happened that wasn't necessarily a, a giant reset to to have had that uh, effect, no? Very possibly. But, you know, if you're looking into uh, Jason Brashears from Archaics, these resets come one every 138 years. And every four times that comes a real bad one. And every every five of those comes a real, real fucking bad with like a one third of the earth, you know, kind of thing. So we don't know. I wasn't there. I'll never know. We can. This is all fun speculation. Yeah. That's There's my some problem. maps, though, right? Matt, Tartaria maps. They exist. Well, I think Tartaria is a bad name because that. Yeah, they found. Oh, my God, there was this thing in, in Asia, Central Asia, Russia, Mongolia called Tartaria. And no one ever talks about it anymore. And it's there on all the maps. But everyone's saying, well, the worldwide civilization that had the same buildings, the same technology. 
our Tartarian Empire, and they were the One World Empire. And you're like, well, you're just calling them Tartaria because you found a country that you can prove has been hidden from history. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean they were the head, you know, the empire. It's just a name people have given to the what looks like there was a one world trading community that had the same technology way advanced more than us but they're calling it tartaria but it just because you found a country that you can prove didn't exist and it fits a conspiracy that's not necessarily how old the country you know how old that empire is or how old these buildings are they're just calling it that so in a way it's it's kind of bullshit because you can debunk it but you can't really but you can technically debunk it and say like just because just because that country has been hidden clearly doesn't mean that was the capital of this world empire Mm -hmm. but what is clear is that everyone on every continent had the same technology same buildings same shit we can't build today it does really seem like the world was all talking to each other a long time ago with and building and trading technologies, we just couldn't even possibly comprehend right now. Possibly. Do you think there was like electricity and, and all that stuff? Absolutely. This is etheric tech on the top of these buildings. Like any moron can look at it and just say like, just to make the copper, there's bullshit grade copper and there's copper grade copper and mm-hmm. just even have copper there and red mercury in the balls. These buildings have tech on top of them. It's any idiot can look at it and see it's tech. There's, there's no reason you'd build this like it's tech. There's some really interesting things here in New York City. Like we have an old city hall subway that everybody talks about. And it's just like they, they closed it off. Apparently they, they were giving yeah. tours. I don't know if they're still giving tours, but they're giving tours. It's like just underground somewhere you can go visit it. But it's. Yeah, it's really interesting, kind of like lost in time. And um, like all the parks, I think, here are built on graveyards. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah what's like, that all about? It's so weird. Yeah, thinking miles like, of brick down there, yeah. yeah. Even the canals and shit, you know, like, like miles and miles of red brickwork in the canals mm. through jungle and forest and unpenetrated. You know, when you look at the rivers, it's built. And you're like, who the fuck... And they found in the Americas, like a mile underground, they found roads, like old Roman type roads, a mile under the ground in America. And you're like, who the hell? (laughs) When did that happen? Yeah. So there's a ton of that crap. Yeah. They said in in New York, they used to have a a walkway, like a moving walkway with three speeds. One where the horses could get on that was slower, one for people. And you're like, where the hell is that moving around like Manhattan? Where'd it go? Hmm. Yeah. So we don't know whatever happened. There was a technology not long ago, 1800s. They had it in some places, some not. Yeah. And we don't know. And there's so much theory around this because that's all we have is theory. We're just a bunch of Internet jockeys (laughs) sitting around. You know, we're just a bunch of dudes on the Internet and our underwear going, no, this is how it went. This is how it went. Nobody knows how it went, but what we do know for sure is it didn't go like we've been told. It totally didn't go that way. Yeah, I definitely believe that much. <laughs> yeah. It didn't go the way they're telling us. Um, but what did happen is, you know, it's just who, who are you going to believe? Like, which internet underwear jockey are you going to believe? That's <laughs> where I kind of get away from that whole crowd. I'm like, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. 
but I can't tell you any of you are right or wrong. Oh, none of us were there. We won't be there. Yeah, we may never know. We can only speculate. And yeah, a lot of people yeah. just like they have these accounts where they show old buildings and it's like, okay, I I don't know. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's good speculation. It's not yeah. saying that the speculation is not thought out or like mm. probably on the money. It, there's a lot of theories out there that are, to me are right on the money. Probably. But again, there's that, you know, mm-hmm. you, you will never prove it. Yeah. And there's a lot of people like spending their whole life trying to prove it. For me, I just say, well, yeah, clearly something else is probably magnificent that we don't know about. But whether you're right or it's you or you or you or, you know, I'm I'm not going to sit and fight over it because yeah. I, until we get a time machine, then I'll call you and I'll be like, yeah. Patrick, get your <laughs> fun fucking... to th- It's fun to think about. <laughs> But flood, like floods are a part of like, you know, a lot of ancient stories, ancient civilizations. I mean, like the I read about the Hopi, the Anastasi kind of disappeared out of nowhere. And they had a lot of stuff in there um, writing about, uh, yeah, like resets or like great cataclysms. Yeah. yeah. Giants too, the giants in the, in the, in the West. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All of them. Yeah. All the Indian tribes talk about the giants were advanced miners and building stuff that we couldn't even today believe in. Wow. So, yeah, something like that clearly was going on. Mm-hmm. But it, it, the mud floods are real. Like, any, you know, anyone who researches the mud floods, it's real. Mm. We're fighting over when it happened or why it happened, which, you know, that's up for debate. And, and there, there are a lot of good theories. You know, it happened for sure. What do you think about these huge caves they're finding? I think somewhere in mm. Asia, I don't know, they found like a huge chasm, like underground cave if you can call it that but you could yeah. put like a skyscraper in it yeah in turkey there's like i don't know hundreds of miles of like of these things and i think they're still building them today yeah what do you think about dumbs you know deep underground military bases i think i think that they're they definitely exist i don't know i think that they that whole idea was kind of co-opted by like cutards and shit like that Um, but uh but yeah i i yeah i know that they exist like under the under the denver airport there's like a lot of shit um yeah yeah i've seen a lot of stuff that that uh yeah makes me believe that there are underground bunkers and i i am of the opinion that it's very possible not that i'm saying it is that they are digging out old ones that were there many times before because people might have known that these resets happen more often than we think mm-hmm. and that they're not only making them, but they're digging them out and getting ready for another one. Yes, exactly. I think that they're setting you know? themselves up to live, you know, uh, live it up while, uh, you know, the rest of us. It's very possible because you have yeah. to ask, well, 3.2 trillion went missing from the Pentagon and NASA's laundering $10 billion a day for three bullshit space programs. You know, <laughs> when you start looking and going, everyone's like, oh, the money's gone. And you're like, yeah, but where's the money? Didn't they just yeah, lose? Yeah. They did like an audit recently or something and they found another few trillion missing. Yeah. Yeah. And then Elon Musk and all these guys have companies and underground drilling companies. You're like, really? Yeah. Like yeah. you're drilling underground bunkers. Well, that would be a great way to launder SpaceX money down into the, you know, why are you fuckers building tunnels? Why were the ancients building tunnels? Why was everyone building tunnels? Well, clearly some fuckers want to go underground sometimes because why? Because it's clearly not nice to be up here. 
And I'm always thinking, yeah. like, is that what you guys are doing? Mm-hmm. Is there something coming that we don't know about that you dickheads are building bunkers to go under? You know what I mean? Because yeah. why has everyone been doing these bunkers? What, humans don't have anything better to do than build underground tunnels <laughs> that works for trillions of dollars? Like, huh, no, 100% they've been preparing for years and years uh, by building stuff underground, 100%. Yeah, uh, for what is the question? Like, what what do you yeah. guys know, man? Do you and to me, politics start kind of making sense if you apply that. Everyone's like, How can these people be so corrupt and lie? And the politicians, well, imagine if they come to you and they're like, Okay, you're president of the United States now, Trump. Uh, in 20 years, there's gonna be an event and da-da-da, you know, something's gonna happen, everyone's gone. We're gonna give your daughter, your fucking Jared Kushner, and all your grandkids and all them. A ticket to the bar, a Willy Wonka golden ticket to the bunker, right? Mm-hmm. All you got to do is go on TV and just start talking shit to everyone. And we'll give all your offspring a bunker pass, right? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Then it starts to make sense why all these bastards don't care about us and just lie and lie. Because you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's really hard to believe. Like, why are all these cunts coming on TV and blatantly lying in our face? <laughs> that you makes know? sense. Yeah, they they probably do get a ticket ticket to ride. You know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a ticket to ride. To me, yeah. that makes I can't prove that, but that makes a lot more sense. Like, yeah. they tell you something's coming that no one knows about and that you can't do anything about, and they give you a ticket to ride as long as you play the game to make sure they come out ahead. Yeah. That's one of the only scenarios I can think of that starts to make sense as to when people say, if that were true, so many people would have to be in on it. How could you know, all be in on it? I'm like, well, what if they were in on a secret like that? They also that don't want to get their head blown off or, um, you know, they blackmail them with like, you know, they put them in a, in a room in a, you know, questionable position and take yeah. photos, you know, that stuff happens. So there's many ways, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't doubt, too, like Jeffrey Epstein and these honeypots. Like, of course, I think that's how these guys get into power mm. is they just get the biggest, you know, scumbags they can find to go do compromising things, and then they get them on film. And they're like, well, yeah, absolutely. we'll put that in the... And remember, there was a... What was his name? He was the guy... He was the head of a... It wasn't the IMF, but do you remember, like, seven years ago... They said this guy, I think he was like an IMF guy. They said he, he raped a sub maid in a hotel room. Do you remember that story? Right mm-hmm. after Jimmy Savile. So. No, I don't think um, so. He might have been an IM, an International Monetary Fund guy or one of them. Uh, right after the Jimmy Savile story, they said this guy raped this maid in a hotel room in uh, Zurich or wherever it happened. And then, like, he just lost all his power. And then it turned two weeks later, it turned out she was lying. But in the redactions, they all put it on page 19, you know, in the editor's column. Like, he was front page for two weeks that he raped this girl. Mm. And then two weeks later, they're all on page 19. The little girl, oh, he didn't actually do it. <laughs> um, 
And then sure enough, like they ruined his whole life and reputation. You know, don't you remember the story? I, I wish I could remember. The I was guy's probably name. on the younger side. I don't remember when that happened, but this yeah. wasn't that long ago. It was like oh, right really? after Jimmy Samuel, but Jimmy Savile. But so I think they've got that. You know, they're like, if you don't do play ball with whatever their ball game is, yeah, they can do that. They just yeah. put your name in the newspapers worldwide through Reuters or they're know, a mafia, AP. man. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. if they put your name in Reuters and AP tomorrow, no matter what you did and say what you did. Mm. And then two weeks later they say, Oh, Patrick didn't really do that. But they say it on page 25. And leave me out of it. I got enough problems. Uh. <laughs> yeah, You know? <laughs> so yeah. I think they do have what you're saying. Like, even if they don't have the blackmail on you, right? If yeah. they've got you in Epstein's Island doing whatever these wankers are doing, which is probably drinking blood and eating pineal glands, but even if they don't, they could just say you did this. Yeah. And then for two weeks, the world, you know how the world is They're like, oh, we want the latest. Mm. I mean, look uh, what they did to Trump. I mean, I think Trump was is in on the bigger game, but uh, but we, yeah. we saw how how much effort and money they can throw at like ruining somebody, right. To make them look a certain way. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then as you saw with him, the impeachment and all the stuff they yeah. did it, we all knew later it didn't act. It was bullshit. Yeah. It's all, it's all dialectic. Yeah. Yeah. But at the time, like you're saying, when it happened, it was yeah. all everyone who follows mainstream. Bullshit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. It's all they could talk about. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Right. So to what I'm saying is whether you're doing honeypot shit or not, they can just say you are and just wreck you equally the same, you know? Yeah. They just have to say you're doing that crap. They don't even have to catch you doing it anymore. Right. My and now look what's going on with the new technology. Right. You know, they can have a picture of you or me. It'll sound like you. It'll look like you. It'll look like me. Sound like me. There'll be us doing like anything they want. You know, with this new technology, and there won't there won't be any proof it's not you or me. So yeah, think like, how this is gonna get you know the deep fake stuff is that yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. That yeah. stuff is scary as hell, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's even think about the blackmail level on that kind of stuff. Like, holy shit, man. Yeah, deep fake. Yeah, once they yeah. perfect that technology. It's already pretty close, man. I mean, they they can create whole human beings, um, you know, just out of like from scratch, and and you can't even tell that they're they're computer generated half the time. Yeah, and my question is, how long has this actually been perfected? I've I only heard about it, I don't know, two three years ago. But my question yeah. is, what if this is ten year old technology? You know. Right. How much shit are we seeing on the news that's already deep fake? We don't know how much we're seeing is deep fake already because clearly the tech is, you know, whatever we get, yeah. they've had that tech. I think, you know, what do you think about it? I think whatever we see, they've had that tech for a long time before. Yeah, probably. They're always like, like what, at least 50 years or 100 years ahead. Who knows? Um, yeah, and they don't let us in on it. So, yeah, yeah I think a lot of what we see is bullshit, Yeah. I can, I mean, I can see it when I see deep fakes, but if I weren't thinking about it, I'm the same with UFO videos. You know, if you're like, look at this, and you're like, that's like clearly CGI. Yeah. You can see CGI if you work in video, you know, you're like, that's bullshit. Do you think, yeah, but I, mean, I, don't I know think from the person can. Yeah, I know from being in the film industry, I mean, the stuff that they can do is incredible. I mean, I've been, yeah, on man. sets and stuff. 
Um, that movie Gravity with Sandra Bullock, that was way better than NASA's shit. You know, you're just oh, like, wow, yeah, like, yeah, really, right. really good. You know, I was like, yeah, I hired that guy. Man. <laughs> people are like, no, they couldn't do that. <laughs> okay, bro. Yeah, man, that that movie looked legit. You know, I was like, whoever that guy is, he should be working for NASA because that yeah, looked... probably is. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, and that's the worry is you know when this deep fake gets to where the voice and the as they perfect this, let's say, well then they can frame anyone they want without blackmail because you know even whether you did it or not, you don't need a honey trap anymore. You can create the honey trap and just say, "I've got you on camera doing this." You know, it, right mm-hmm. now you need them on camera doing that. But what happens yeah. when you have them on camera not actually doing it, but it looks like them? And also, man, what one thing that terrifies me is like if you look in the small print. Um, the terms of service of shit like Instagram or Snapchat yeah. or one of these, they, they can literally record and keep anything you do on your camera, you know, while you're using their shit. So what's yeah. to stop them from, you know, keeping a vault of, of your personal shit, whatever you're doing, you know, talking to your girlfriend or, you know, yeah. and, uh, and using it in the yeah. future, you know, we're all fucked. <laughs> and the social media is like that anyway isn't it it's like yeah we've got yeah. that's the whole point and everyone's passing these uh uh what what would you look like as a celebrity and everyone's putting a facial recognition picture and you know it's like oh you're your celebrity matches this and you're like don't you know what you're doing you're like giving us i'm a panda look at me <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, they made you a panda, but at the same time, they stored your facial recognition. For what? Why yeah. did they put your face? Yeah, man. Yeah, we're all so, you know, we're... Next time a panda robs a liquor store and they're like, you're a panda. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, it's scary. And that is what this is all about. about. Yeah, and everyone's willingly giving it to them, which is You're crazy. the product. Yeah. Yeah, and people are willing to go, oh, it's, it's just a harmless app. And you're like, evil. Is it? Now it is, but really... If you become a problem later, it's not fucking harmless at all if they're going to set you up, which they easily can do. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I mean, it's more than worth to me. It's more than worrisome. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, You mentioned UFOs. What do you do you think those are real? I don't think they're what we're told they are. And I don't think they're extraterrestrial, meaning coming from outer space or anything. I think they are terraterrestrial. They always get seen diving into the ocean out of the water right yes. water or a mountainside or a valley yeah every time i'm with you and on the that. ancients yeah the ancients all talked about the fairy dens where the fairies would come and abduct children and take them underground in the fairy dens oh, they never really? ever talked about space they always say they took them underground hmm. so where i'm coming from is i think there's so many abduction experiences that i don't think they're made up but not a one of them claims to be from outer space or taken to outer space or anything like that. They either get seen going into the water or into a mountainside or out of a mountainside. And they all say they defy physics. They yeah. say like these things crash in or out of the water and the water like spreads out around them. So whatever these things are, wherever they come from, they seem to have a control of a physics that don't exist in our, yeah. um, what would you call it? Conventional uh physics understanding yeah right they seem to know there's a reality that we don't know understand yeah 
Do you think um, Bob Lazar is legit? Stuff. You know Which Bob, one? Bob Lazar? He supposedly worked at S4, Area 51. It's possible. It's possible that guys like Bob Lazar or Phil Schneider and all these guys did get a hold of some kind of these craft that can do this. You know what I'm saying? It's possible yeah. that they did get some of these crafts. Right. Um, is it possible they're controlled agents? That's possible too. I don't know. I don't know. But it is possible that they got a hold of these crafts, whatever they yeah, are. Yeah, I think so, that they could have been working on them, backwards engineering them or something. Absolutely. But yeah. I don't think they came from the Pleiades or anything yeah. like I that. Think, like, I, think. I think there's underground shit going on for sure, yeah. I, that could be more possible. That makes more sense because the bunkers are down there. The Hopis, like in Arizona, where my family's living, yeah. they won't go to Superstition Mountain. There's a mountain in Arizona, Phoenix, called Superstition Mountain. They say the little gray devils lived underneath there, and people disappear there every year. This mountain, no way, disappear. Yeah, um, they have a lot so of legends too of like underground snake people or ant people. The ant people, the Hopis as well. They said during yes. a cataclysm, they went underground with the ant people and Spider Woman. And you look at the grays and say, like, that's about as ant people as you can get. Yeah, you know? right. Like, you could get more ant people than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like, when you say ant people, I'm looking at grays going, that's about as fucking ant people as you get. And who's well, the way they described them was very, very similar. Yeah. Very much. And the same yeah. as the old tales. Now, when they were talking about elves and fairies in the old days, they just didn't have the language we have to describe them, but they their abductions are pretty damn almost identical to our UFO yeah. abductions. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking that the technology has also advanced since the you know the medieval tales of these abductions. It's like these grades might have advanced in technology or whatever, whatever is going on. Um they they described it differently. So either the description and or the technology is is advanced. To where I think people are telling the same story. I think they're true. I think these abduct they're they're true. These abduction stories they're true. It's possible. Yeah, there's too many of them. There's too many of them to not be. And I think me, it's possible that like the whole reptilian thing could be conflated into like the grays and the ant people. All that thing may be like the same. You know what I mean? From the stuff I've yeah. read about it. Yeah. Well, I don't. You know. Like, we're supposed to be mammals, right? Like, we're just mammals, mm -hmm. like all the other mammals. So, like, the idea that there might be an advanced reptile might be okay. What I, what I, yeah, you know, but what I find is weird is they're supposed to be reptiles are supposed to be cold blooded. Mm -hmm. So, they bask in the sun all the time, right? To get, you always see reptiles in the hot areas. You never see giant monitor lizards living in Alaska. <laughs> like, it doesn't happen. Yeah. So I find it hard to believe there are like reptile people living underground in the cold. If reptiles are cold blooded, that's one of the, unless there's a heat source down Wasn't there. Wasn't it supposed to be warm underground or is that just like a. Well, that's a, yeah. If there's some kind of underground, like, yeah, volcanic or uh, mm. yeah, kind of heat system down there, then I yeah. could see that. Yeah. But if it's like, if it's cold underground, I don't see the connection, but yeah, if it's hot down there from volcanic springs or whatever, I could see that. Mm -hmm. I don't see why it's possible we're supposed to be mammals and there couldn't be advanced reptiles. It's possible. I don't like I don't believe or disbelieve like, you know, people ridicule that whole thing. But it's like, well, you believe in grays 
like bug-eyed grays, but not yeah. reptilians. Like it's just as crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, or dinosaurs or anything. Yeah, like yeah. I, look at a yeah. fucking giraffe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a giraffe is about as crazy as a reptilian or a fucking gray alien. Like, you really believe knows. in giraffes? You believe in a four-legged thing that's 74 fucking feet tall with spots all over it? Like, I've yeah. seen them at the zoo. <laughs> There's some crazy shit at the zoo that's totally unbelievable. So, yeah, why not, you know? Yeah, it's a good I, 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 know, I don't know where to stand on that, like the David Icke and all that. I don't. Yeah. I don't buy into it or not, but to tell you the truth, man, this world's so crazy. I just wouldn't damn doubt. Truth is stranger than fiction. I think, you know, Yeah, but I'm a big fan of David Icke and I think he's a brilliant researcher. You know what I mean? So that's the only thing I'm kind of like iffy about that. He talked about, he, he seems to believe it wholeheartedly. And, you know, of course there are people like Jordan Maxwell who believed in it. And, um, so who knows? I'm still reading through his material, you know, to see where he's coming from. And I know there's a lot of iconography and, you know, like reptiles in, in creation stories and stuff like that. So I, I think I, I get sort of the gist of where he's coming from. And it's all like historical. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let I mean, we'll see, you know, that could be. And there could also be like he didn't come out with that to kind of later you know what i mean he, that mm. that reptilian stuff came out halfway through his career yeah now what you could do is if you saw a guy like david ike was getting dangerous let's say he started out totally legit and he was talking about consciousness and you know others and then you're like shit this guy's getting dangerous you could kill him or you could send him information about reptile you could flood him with disinformation that was really legit and make him believe that so he sounds crazy yeah so that's another possibility is that he is legit he was feared by them and instead of killing him and martyring him they flood him with that shit and knowing like this guy is crazy enough to come out and say there's lizard people walking around the vatican which is enough to discredit you you know that's another option you don't know i'm with you i think david ike is not controlled i Uh, purposely i believe he's the real mccoy or thinks he is Mm -hmm. and i believe that whether reptilians are real or not i believe he thinks they're real yeah you know what i mean yeah and that's a good point like you never know like what kind of bad actors are linking up with these people and feeding them what information you know and um I don't know. I mean, I i tend to think alex jones is a little i don't know he's he's controlled yeah yeah but uh he is because anyone could prove was a fucking hoax i'm sorry like if they took me to court for a dollar i would have already won after one day and just been like i rest my case so yeah. the fact that he lost that you're like nobody could lose the argument was so against you yeah. know yourself you've looked in this it was so in our I have favor. a little bit oh I've, well, I've looked a lot of it yeah one you thing couldn't... one thing i'll say about that is I'm an actor of 20 years. Okay. That was my life. I, I ate, breathed it. Yeah. I know when somebody's somebody is a terrible actor. Yeah. And there was one individual, I won't mention his name. Is it? I don't know. I don't want to get in trouble, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you want to get go to court yeah. against yeah. Um, I'll go to court against <laughs> I'll let you. But there there's certain individuals who are just 
the worst actors I've ever seen. Like, there's not one part of your statement that seems legitimate. I mean, you didn't take any acting classes ever in your life. That's how yeah. bad you were. Um, and so I don't, I don't believe certain individuals when they when they spoke about it. Now, the details of the case, I don't know. Maybe, maybe some of it, portion of it was real. Maybe some oh, of it they're wasn't. released. They had the pizza yeah. catering company. They had the film catering company. They had the satellite footage overheads where the weather didn't match the clothes they were wearing. They oh, hadn't shit. had a school newspaper in two years. He had been closed down for two years like the school wasn't open. The wow. weeds were overgrown like the school wasn't even around. It wasn't big enough to carry all the guns and ammunition. It wasn't his car. On and on and on, Wolfgang Habuk is the guy who went around the whole United States after the Denver, the Columbine shooting, mm -hmm. training schools what to do about school shootings and how to clean up. They didn't get a cleanup crew in for all the blood that, you know, and that the the mortician, what uh, the mortician is. He was like, weird. Geez. He was weird. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. As an actor, like, come on, dude. Yeah. He didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I saw his interview. You could go on and on. All the kids turned up alive at the Super Bowl, but looking five years older, singing at the Super Bowl halftime show. They all did a photo shoot together, looking five years younger with the same photographer. On and on and on you can go. Any retard could debunk one day in front of any jury. And I'll, if anyone wants to take me to do it, I'll do it. So the fact that Alex Jones couldn't do it is yeah. telling me that they're saying, if you come out and question this, we're gonna get what they say a billion. What they get him for a billion dollars? It was a lot. Dollars. It was a lot. At least yeah, multiple million. Yeah. See what I mean? They're like, if you, if we can get him for a billion dollars, don't you dare question this. Yeah. I'm like, I'll, I'll take your whole damn legal team out in 20 hours and waste. Right. Man. Yeah. You're not. No way, man. So to but me, that's when I knew he for sure that guy's. Yeah. Controlled. That kind of nailed and, it for me too. But just de devil's advocate, though, like. Do you think maybe he just succumbed to the pressure and even though he knew the truth, he said what he wanted them to say? No, I find it hard to believe he doesn't have enough money to get a lawyer who could put together what I put together in five. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like I could be a better lawyer than no, 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 no way. This is obviously any idiot who did like literally two months of research and could have taken that team down. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, and they, and the fact that they're in there filming it for you, like, oh, you're you wouldn't film Jelaine Maxwell's trial, like we get cartoon drawings <laughs> that she even had a trial, right. but you're an Alex Jones court case and only show one piece of footage. Yeah, you only saw the one piece of footage out of it. Right? How much Alex Jones? Why didn't they twenty four seven Alex Jones uh, court case? And and do just the feeling of those those type of court cases, like it makes me. Um, I've been on a lot of sets, including like law and order sets and like fake court. Yeah. Like, like just the whole vibe is like reminiscent for me. Uh, these little like a show film trials. Set, yeah. 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 It just like from, from their sort of like way of behaving, just everything. It's a, it's a weird yeah. vibe for me. You know what I mean? And I spent my life yeah. doing that. So yeah, it's strange. And I trust that. Cause you know, yeah. Cause you're not stupid. You're like, I, I, Yeah. This is intuition. This is why AI will never replace us. You know through intuition, yeah, something's not right here, and you know exactly what's not right there. Yeah. So yeah. you feel it through your experience of intuition going, this is a setup. 
I feel it through logical intuition going like, this is ridiculous. Like I could debunk this literally in, uh, you know, five minutes. It's wrong. Whether you, you know, all oh, give me the proof. Give me the proof. You're like, the proof is it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Anyone yeah. who's resonating on a higher frequency knows this is totally wrong and smells like bullshit. If it looks like bullshit, tastes like bullshit and smells like bullshit, it's bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the purpose of that whole thing, though? Did they get anything actually accomplished? You yeah, know? they made anyone scared. Like if Alex Jones, the almighty billionaire, can't do this. No, but not it, not the Alex Jones thing, but like the literal like false flag. If it, was, if it was a false flag, like did they accomplish anything by doing that? Well, it was ritual. It was the start of the gun control uh, operation. I don't know. Okay. They didn't. Luckily, they never get the guns, which is great. But it was the start of it. But it was also a ritual false flag. So it had ritualistic meanings. Okay. And that's what they're trying to hide. They don't want you to understand that all your news is manufactured Gematria script. Mm. You know, people go follow Zachary Hubbard, you know, like mm-hmm. you all your news and sports and everything is totally scripted by the numbers, like everything. And they mm. had to hide it. I think because they butchered that one really badly. For me, I, my I believe that they butchered so bad that they really had to do a lot of damage control because they had some bad false flags around that same three-year period, but that one was really bad. Yeah. Especially when the kids turn up singing at the Super Bowl. You're like, wait a minute. There's seven dead kids looking five years older singing on the Super Bowl with facial match. You're going to have to send me that clip, man. I've never seen yeah, that. It's like, what? Yeah. It's, wild. it's like the I Challenger thing, right? Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's like that, you know. So for me, I think it was so especially. I think really it hurt them when Bieger came out laughing on CNN. Remember that the dad of the girl came out. He came out the door laughing. Remember that Bieger? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that he comes out laughing, and then they're like, "We're fucking right. rolling, rolling," and he's like, and then my daughter, like They scrubbed that too, back. pretty pretty good. They scrubbed it. Yeah, I mean, you know, as an actor, like, come on, dude. Like, he came out the door laughing, and then they're like, we're rolling, you motherfucker. And he's like, you know, it's like Matt Hancock crying over the fucking medazzling shit. I mean, come on. Oh, that piece of shit. Those are like tears of joy. (laughs) Yeah, for Matt Hancock. Yeah, you know, it's just such bad crying. You're like, come on, man. Your daughter just got like murdered in a school shooting and you're laughing coming out the door. Like, get, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, dude. He looked, I mean, he looked like any bad actor I've ever seen, in my opinion, uh, professional opinion, you know, preparing for a role and then just fucking eating totally. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> That's yeah. the worst thing is they always, it seems like they get C actors. They don't even get like B actors. Dude. They go right to the C level. You know? I, I know, dude. I mean, not even C. That's that's an insult to C acting, bro. Like, uh, it, it was really, it's really yeah. bad. I mean, when you're acting or when you're having a true emotion, <laughs> right? Like, that shit is coming out of you. It's forced out of you, right? You don't have to like... <laughs> you know like you don't have to force it um yeah. and if you're any kind of good actor like you genuinely like you you can get to a place where that happens n- in a natural way you're not yeah. forcing sniffles you're not forcing tears you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean it's yeah my See, i don't know but i, I watched mean, a lot of movies as kids and like 
when I watch a movie now, I don't I don't know what you know because I've never been an actor or anything, but I know bad acting when I see it. Yeah. Even in the TV series, you can see episode pilot one, two, three. Eh. By pilot four, they've got you. They've all earned their niche. You can see like you believe the character more, but like you know, in the pilot, you you just see like I don't believe that's Brad Pitt. I believe that or the character, you know, I think that's Brad Pitt pretending to be the character. Mm-hmm. Like it takes them all a while, it looks like to grain in. Yeah, and all sure. these false spikes, they, they just look like fake. Yeah. And like are we've for all sure. been hurt and started crying, and you don't cry like that. Like, are we going to Taco Bell later? For- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's so bad, wild. man. It's so obvious. Yeah. It's wild. But stuff. I think what they do is they hit you with the emotional. That's why they're. It's to make sure you don't see through the A through C acting or D or whatever, mm-hmm. they hit you with the emotional reaction where you don't critically evaluate how bad their behavior is, where you say, like, that's not how people I know behave or I behave. You know, they, they hit you with the emotional re- And right away, the parents are like, on CNN, we need to get the guns. And <laughs> like, is that what <laughs> yeah. Your daughter just got killed in a school shooting, and all you got to say is the gun laws. Yeah. Nothing about the psycho who walked in there and did it or the teachers who didn't protect. Like, all yeah. you got is, you know... Got and no offense so to anybody who's lost, who's lost loved ones, but I mean, yeah, I'm sure these things do happen. Yeah, no, we're not. We're certainly not trying to to ridicule or make fun of anybody who's. I'm lost. I'm not saying they don't fucking yeah. kill people. They do sometimes, not yeah. all the time. Right. I'm saying as soon as you see this bitch on TV fucking crying about gun laws, and she she's been in five other false flags with three other children that died, <laughs> and she's been in the Miami shooting, and the, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I do think they do fucking kill people's children in these things. They do sometimes, but sometimes yeah. they don't. Yeah. And they didn't. They didn't. I, I've seen FEMA casting calls too, uh, you know, that are really interesting um, where they're looking for like, you know, uh, crisis actors, or, yeah. you know, and it's, they don't obviously tell you all the details, but it's all hush, hush, NDA. I mean, even regular films, they'll have you sign NDA. If you work on Spider-Man or any of the superhero movies, it's all like, they don't even want anybody to know what's happening. You have to sign NDA just to audition. Is that right? Yeah. Agreement. yeah, absolutely. Uh, always. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not always, but uh, for the bigger ones. Yeah. And so and certainly like when out. you sign when you sign on for the role, you sign an NDA. Like you can't right, post yeah. about it, you know, ruin the film or anything. Well, there was the ones, you know, the Boston bombing. Yeah. One of the crisis actors, like they found him on MDBMA or whatever that website IMDb, is. Like, yeah. IMDB, yeah, sorry. That's the one, uh, <laughs> like he was like a, he was already had his arm blown off. He was like a paraplegic fucking arm blown off crisis oh, actor. Sure. Did crisis act. They found the guy and his arm gets blown off, and you're like how did a guy who's like an arm blown off actor get his arm blown off in the Boston? <laughs> That's why I'm from Boston. That So that one, like, you know, that hit home for me too. Um, yeah. It was yeah. so bad. And you're like, that guy lost his arm again. How unlucky. It's one thing to get your right arm blown off once, but twice. <laughs> and then they shut down, they shut down the whole damn city to find, you know, one guy. Yeah, and then they found the guys and footage like they were clearly like black ops guys in their khaki pants and black shit. Like, yeah, time. yeah, right. I saw those videos. They're, they're having trouble because we all got cell phones. 
there's always some dickhead with a cell phone out filming whatever else is going on who happens to catch them, you know, just on accident. So mm-hmm. this is not easy for them. Now, what you got to say is, well, they're getting caught. Now we all have cell phones. How long has this been going on? Go back to Kennedy, go back to the 30s, the 20s, right? Yeah. We didn't have cell phones. How long have they been doing this shit to us before we could catch them? See, this is what people don't think. They think this is a new phenomenon. I'm saying, like, no. dude, go look at every historical event for the last 200 years. And if we didn't have cell phones, how do you know what the history books told you is what happened? It was a lot easier back then. What What was the deal with Kennedy? He was going to out the secret societies, didn't want to go to Vietnam, all that. Was there more to it? Man, if I were, <laughs> I don't like to promote the guy, but go look at Miles Miles Mathis, the Hidden Kings. Mm-hmm. The thing, the one thing people don't talk about with JFK's death and Bobby Kennedy's death. What if the real conspiracy is it was a Hollywood production like 9-11 and the Kennedys were not shot to death, but it was a fakery? What? Come on. Really? It's the one conspiracy out of the 700,000 they make that they won't let you look at. Go look at Miles Mathis's work, man, and, and tell me. I won't say anymore. Jesus. Now, yeah. Now, imagine, like, you want to rule the government with a, a you know, the, the shadow government. Uh-huh. But you can't do that when you're a fucking Jesuit Kennedy family whose uh, parents were Hollywood production company. Mm. So you have to go underground and rule it from secretly. And the Q-tards, by the way, oh, yeah, JFK Jr. Uh, was alive. <laughs> he didn't die in a plane crash. He Remember that when the Q-tards said, like, yeah. JFK Jr. didn't die in a plane crash, but he was actually alive disguised as that guy in Trump's audience? Imagine if he was. Imagine if they are actually right, but didn't know why they were right. Imagine if the Kennedys have been ruling the fucking country for the Jesuits secretly underground all this time. No one will look into that. Jesus, man, I don't why know. Did, why did the limousine change from a four-seater to a six-seater and this and that? What if they filmed it on different days? Why was the Zapruder film edited? Maybe there's something they took out because maybe that didn't happen at all, like we were told. That's the one conspiracy. Oh, they, oh, that wasn't JFK's body in the morgue. You're, it was the cop who did it. And you're like, why wouldn't the president of the United States body be the same body in the morgue? How could it be the cop? Well, what if that? What what if he wasn't shot and killed there? What if this is all a film set up like 9-11? What if they've been doing this shit to us for 60 years or more and no one ever even bothered to think about it? Dude, I don't know. That's now you're starting to get dark. Yeah, go go look at this. I won't say any more because this stuff gets way too out there for most people. But if you go look at this, yeah, you start thinking very differently about like what is reality. Why would you think they just started doing it at nine eleven and haven't been doing it to you for a hundred years? Oh, they definitely have, but I, you know, I tend to believe some things actually happened. Yeah, um, but it's easier to believe. Yeah, but why yeah. would you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you believe they've been doing this shit to you for a hundred years when it was easier to get away with back then? I think it's ludicrous to not suspect 9-11 wasn't the first time they pulled this shit in broad daylight. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Because I was like, why would they pull that off in broad daylight? You're like, well, if they could have pulled Kennedy off in broad daylight, both of them. <laughs> well, now you got a different story. <laughs> Yeah. You know? 
anything's possible. I think guess. about it. You know? I'm yeah. not saying it's true or not. I'm just saying, don't think you know everything because we yeah. don't know. Certainly don't. I'll check, I'll up check against, it out. Yeah, we're up against very dark forces who do very dark things. And I think we're silly if we think that everything was fine until 9-11 and then it all started. No, I don't yeah. think so. No, I mean, we know about the Gulf of Tonkin and I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pearl, even Pearl Harbor was, yeah, was, yeah, clear. I mean, that is looks dodgy as hell, too, as well. Like, yeah, we're still... told the Australians, uh, uh, allegedly, the Australians alerted us they were coming, mm. wow. right? With the Pearl Harbor, they apparently we were, mm. we were told like four days in advance, and all the good ships left the fucking Pearl Harbor and left all the old dodgy crap they need to get rid of anyway in there. <laughs> Wow. So the only ships that went down in Pearl Harbor were old dodgy crap that was going to get, you know, taken out anyway. And nobody was on the ships. Hmm. How many people died in Pearl? Was it 3,000 in Pearl Harbor? The same as 9-11. Same exact number, I think. I want to say that's maybe right, but I, I forget. Um, yeah. Same yeah. exact as 9-11. You know, why, why weren't all these people in the fucking, in the World Trade Centers when the 9-11 happened at, right yeah. before opening our... What is it? Lucky uh, Larry Silverstein. Uh, yeah. He, he escaped. Same for... in Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yeah, same in Pearl Harbor. Like, why yeah. weren't all the sailors on these ships? Yeah. Well, they just left the old dodgy shit and they let it get bombed. If they yeah. even let it get bombed, for all we know, they bombed it themselves. Because all the footage you see is from Japanese television movies, mm-hmm. remakes. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's like. We, we just don't know. That's the problem. Like, all of our history is so full of shit. We don't know. We just believe, oh, I saw a black and white documentary on Discovery Channel about Pearl Harbor, and you think that's history, you know? And you're like, <laughs> a TV show is what you know about Pearl Harbor? And I grew up like that. That's crazy. Um, I'm going to take a break real quick. Uh, bathroom break, if that's okay. Go for it, man. Um, and then pick this back up. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. So your new so your new film, Steve. We've <laughs> <laughs> uh, had uh, oh. some breaks here for life issues. But um, yeah, so tell me about your new film, man. I, I watched a good portion of it and uh, it's fascinating. What's the... What's yeah, the biochemistry debunks religion, Freemasonry and chicken pox and mumps, measles, gonorrhea, syphilis. So all other red uh, diseases. Go check it out on um, it's on our bit shoot and Odyssey channel, Space Busters. And I've got a new children's book out, The Dukes of Dents, which is on all Amazon platforms. Um, yeah, I'm public enemy number one right now, just like yourself. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, you must be getting a lot of shit for that film, especially. Uh, yeah, I, I I expected it, so that was all right. Yeah, but if people want to know, you know, uh, there have been people controlling people for a long time by hiding what's really going on with your body and what you can do about it without their help or their mm-hmm. savior or their <laughs> any external savior. 
Mm. You know, it's the uh, externalization of the hierarchy, they call it. Give up all your sovereignty, health and otherwise, and mental and afterlife to them. Mm -hmm. and uh, They'll take care of you if you're a good boy. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not, I'll really take care of you in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate the film. I, I think it's very brave, um, you know, to put out that information. Uh, you know, it's not popular, but the truth often isn't. And uh, we need, you know, we need more people uh, pushing, pushing the boundaries on, on, you know, the things and information that people accept. Um, yeah, and I think it's also important to know that, like, if you don't agree with it, you know, if you, you're welcome to watch it and not agree with it and just think I'm that's totally off, like, you know, it's 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 just to give the information to you to do with what you want. If it doesn't resonate with you, it, you just watch the movie for two hours, you know, move on. Yeah. You know? We're never asking you to change your beliefs; just consider them. You know, yeah, never. Yeah. It's like impose. watching a movie, you know. If you don't like, if you don't like the movie, just go. Ah, eh, wasn't. Really, I've seen better, you know. But yeah, if there's anything in there and it's loaded with stuff you've never heard in your life, so if even any of it resonates with you, great. If none of it resonates with you, great. You know, no point attacking the messenger. Just come with an open mind, watch it, see what you think. If you want to leave a nice or an ugly comment, I don't care. I'm open to all of it. You know, just. Yeah. I put it out there because there's information being hidden from the public and there's not many people I know telling the public this information. So I decided to tell the public and say, well, there you go. Yeah. What would you like to do about it? New perspective. Um, just don't leave me yeah. any ugly comments. I don't like those. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and where do people get these cell salts that you're talking about in the film? That's what I want to know. I can get them from most health stores. Uh, this is old shoes. This is very well known in uh, homeopathy. So uh, okay. every Amazon store carries them. I, I recommend, I can't recommend, uh, I can't give medical advice. I'm not a doctor, but I take the multi-tablets every day of all 12 of them. There are 12 that make up your body that resonate with the frequencies in our realm that make the geometry that make up your different organs and tissues and parts of your body. Um, I take all 12 personally, but if you have a certain deficiency and you learn the science, you can just take the ones that you're causing the dis-ease. Mm -hmm. So you can get one or two or three of them and take them several times daily to get rid of an ailment, or you can take the 12 every day and just not get the ailment. It's up to you. You, you, <laughs> can't, get this, you can't get this stuff naturally from food? No, they come from the uh, the realm. They're they're minerals. They're coming out of rocks, riverbeds, uh, different things like that. They used to be in the foods because people used to crush up rocks and minerals and make stone meal, or they call it, or stone flour. Hmm. Um, problem is with modern farming, uh, all the roots are in the minerals. The modern farmers come through with a tractor. Da, 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 da. They cut the whole roots down, right? They just want the the corn or the wheat or the rice or whatever's on top. Mm -hmm. take it to a processing plant, pull the corn and the wheat and the rice and all that shit off there. And then they throw the stalks out. But in the old days or organic farmers, they cut the stalks right there where they grow, take what they want and let the stalks biodegrade into the ground over the winter. And then the, 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 the grounds remineralize. So you don't have to rotate your crops every three years. Like they do, you know, they tell you, Oh, grow here and then burn one third of the field. They never let the minerals come back into the ground. Most of the minerals get stuck in the plant on the way up. 
Mm. So because we don't farm like that anymore, um, they're just not there. And unless you're going around purposely collecting the manna from heaven, you know, the, the minerals, manna, uh, it, we just don't have mineralized food anymore. But the uh, the atmosphere is seven. It's eighty percent nitrogen, not oxygen. They say, "Oh, the air is oxygen." No, it's seventy. It's eighty percent nitrogen, and almost three percent noble gas. It's only eighteen percent oxygen. There's barely any oxygen in the air, <laughs> so it's coming into our biochemistry from the realm. Mm -hmm. And you can get it out of seawater. It's can you can get mo many of these minerals out of salt water, and. Um, so it's just in the realm, and in the old days, breatharians could get it right from the air. I don't think they can anymore. I think it's very hard to find a breatharian anymore. But <laughs> um, but there would have been conditions before with different atmospheric and, and conditions where you the, it could have been possible. The stories mm -hmm. of breatharians could have been very, very real. But that's probably not going to happen <laughs> these days, you know. Mm -hmm. Um so anyway, these are very well known. Dr. Schusler tissue salts, they're very well known in homeopathy. Like they've been using them for a long, long time. Um, you can buy them in any health store. They're not cheap is the problem. Mm, of and they're not they're not in most of your food. Your food is the organic part. The the mineral salts that make up your body parts are inorganic. They get together and fuse and can create organic matter with air, oxygen, water, and energy. And they can attract inorganic stuff that comes in from your food, your plant, your your vegetable, your fruit. Mm -hmm. uh, they attract them and they start combining to make that. So it's it, it, these days, like you want supplements. You just want them because we're not in a period in time where uh, the food we're normally getting from a supermarket, unless you're growing your own, it's just not going to be efficient with these minerals. It's not anymore, unfortunately. And that's probably been the case for like at least 100 or 200 years. That would be another story for another time with these mud floods and resets. It might be that there are conditions that happen naturally in the realm where we go through these periods where we're deficient mm -hmm. uh, just because it's not there. And these resets might actually be <laughs> mineralization <laughs> resets. So why do you think people weren't getting like influenza before like 1889 or whatever, whatever it was? You think it's because of these minerals or because I mean, I talked to like Arthur Furstenberg and he thought he thought it was because of the electrification of the earth. Um, yeah, it could be because there was a mineralization of the earth and the crops, the ground had uh, more of it. And it mm -hmm. could be these mud flood resets everyone's talking about and things. Mm -hmm might be aware of the earth just turning shit over to, to remineralize. This could be going on too. I don't know. I can't say that for sure or prove mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I wish I could say, but again, I wasn't around in 1882 or 1827. Right. So we all like to say we know what's going on, but I have no freaking clue what, why it is. I have some theories as to why that might be, but for whatever it may be, it doesn't really matter right now. Your problem is the same as every human being's problem is, and that's you need the 12 mineral cell salts that make up the geometric resonant tissues that form your body. And if you are lacking in any of them, you will express disease. And if you are not, you won't. Hmm. Very interesting. And that's it. Yeah. And and another time we can talk about Furstenberg. I would actually love to talk with him. <laughs> it's great I you can, did. I can probably set that up. 
I would very much love to because I have some questions on why didn't everyone get affected by these things. And uh, I'm not not saying that that he's wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that I don't think that's the only cause or the cause. Yeah, you could be right. I'm saying I'm saying what he's saying is could be a contributing factor to some people Mm -hmm. and other people. It wouldn't be because it wouldn't affect them because they'd be minerally efficient and wouldn't bother them at all. Just like he he also sorry. Yeah, I was just saying he also believes in viruses. So, uh, yeah, well, he, well, everyone did back then. Like most people still do today. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying, you know, two guys could, you know, why didn't everyone in the whole world get sick from electrification of the mm-hmm. of the field? Yeah, um, not saying that. It, that's the thing. Not yeah. saying that that wasn't a contributing factor to those who did get sick. But saying that that's not the cause, that's where him and I would probably differ in our approaches. Yeah, I think it could have caused like some symptoms um, that maybe led yeah. some people to hospitals. And then from there on, you know, the protocols took over. Um, but yeah, yeah, but to blame every so-called pandemic on electrification no. to me is ridiculous because mm-hmm. everyone would have got it. Yeah. And it didn't. So, Yeah. But I do believe he's probably right. Those who did get real sick, that probably was one of the contributing factors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's where he and I differ. I don't think he's wrong. I just don't think it's he's 100% right. I think I think it's a probably good suspect to look at as one of the contributing causes as to why you and I are sitting next to a 5G tower and you get sick and I don't. Yeah, <laughs> it would be va- stupid. <laughs> yeah, it'd be there's stupid definitely some to variability. Think it wasn't the 5G. Yeah, it'd yeah. be dumb to think it wasn't the 5G tower, but it'd be real dumb to think it was only because why didn't I get sick sitting under there with you eating lunch every day, you know? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is uh, I have a little trouble with his theory. I don't even, I'm not sure because I don't think he's blaming it all on that, but everyone else is taking his work as if he's blaming everything on that. Yeah which I don't, I haven't talked to him, so I don't know what he meant, but I've, hey. I've read his work. I don't He's know one of my earlier saying. episodes. If you want to check it out. Uh, I will. Yeah. Send yeah. a, put a link in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I don't, I don't know if he's trying to claim it was that I'm, I'm saying it could have been some of that, but definitely not only that for certain or yeah. everyone around those areas would have got sick and they didn't at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make total sense, but yeah, something to to think about <laughs> for sure. Um, all right, man. Well, I'm gonna I'll let you go, but uh, yeah, I recommend everybody check out your your new film and your your children's book. I'm sure is amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, I want to thank you for stopping by again. It's always great to talk to you. Yeah, it was fun. We'll do it again, man. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you as well, brother. Same to you, man. <laughs> <laughs>